Hey folks, your GM Michael here. Just wanted to cut in before the pre-roll to let you know that this episode carries a content warning for the death of a minor. If you wanted to avoid that, feel free to stop the episode after we finish up the cramped quarter segments and reach the freeholds, which will be around the 5145 mark. Other than that, I hope y'all enjoy the episode, and take care, everybody. Play by Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormal mapping. The Jovian military wouldn't make any moves without solid information to go on. Of that, Virgo was certain. They wouldn't waste resources to recover an asset as vital to Aspirant Kenneth's grand design as Dr. Zaid without proper intel. They needed something verifiable. Something concrete. He was certain he had gummed up the works considerably in this regard. Jules Carcanet and his cabal of enforcers from Jovian Intelligence had come knocking not long after the doctor had left Mirandinatmo. They'd stormed the barracks in full assault gear to take him into custody. What little good their armor and weapons would have been against his teeth anyway. But Virgo Bombay went quietly. They held him for another day, spent it putting the boots to him. From there, as expected, Jules handed him off to the Commandant, and the interrogations began. What were you doing that day? Have you ever seen these three before? What about their uniforms? The suit left in the pump room? Did you assist these individuals? He had anticipated many of the Commandant's lines of inquiry, and prepared his responses in kind, but there was one question that had thrown him off, one with a much more complicated answer than he could give. Lieutenant Bombay, are you a patriot?
Welcome to Play by Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Hello, hello. Liam Higgins. Hey, guys, what is going on? How's it, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> Liam in Connor O'Malley mode. Yeah, I'm good, though. I'm good. I think we're all just a little, like, um... You know, we're either like severely like turned down or turned up, and then we just yeah. like oscillate between those all day, every day. <laughs> and also joining for our fourth consecutive recording session in quarantine, Max Co. I thought we were on three, but you're right. Fucking Liam, you sounded like a YouTuber. I'm gonna be real. You're like, hey, what's up, you I mean, guys? I was, I was, Welcome uh, back to my channel. Today we're gonna do this. Hey, Vsauce here. To- Smash that like button. Smash that fucking bell. Brought to you by Honey. Yeah. Wiki buy blah blah blah. Honey can save you money. Mm-hmm. Don't you waste the thing. Uh, <laughs> click on the subscription. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all my YouTube ads that are fucking. What are the uh, obtrusive YouTube ads right now? What's a bad YouTube ad right now? Uh, what's the one that keeps popping up in my shit? Because there have been a few where I'm like, all right, like, listen, like, we've had our fun. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> yeah, Ford like, Motor Company. We're very up. sorry you can't go outside, but please buy a new car. The world today is changing. Well, you know what? Maybe this is good. This shows the ineffectiveness of this advertising. I can't even recall the product that was being advertised. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> Fuck advertising. Me and my homies hate advertising. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I feel like I'm hardwired to like curl up and discuss with it because it's like both of my parents' jobs. So I feel like I'm like, I was born into like, not, it's not literally their job. <laughs> Liam is automatically immune to propaganda. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just have a natural like suspicion towards it, I think. So That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of propaganda, welcome to uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome. So just just to to stem the tide of us going off track for five hours, let's do a podcast. Let's, let's do it. So on the last episode. Something happened. <laughs> debatably something happened. <laughs> Okay. No, we did a lot of things. No, no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm like, I'm like it, it is debatable whether there even was the last episode. That's true. But there was. In the divine superposition of whether things have happened or not. Yeah. So on the last episode, Otto and Scarlet, you made your way through the Jovian base and met Dr. Birch and his strange menagerie of genetic experiments. And his orchestra. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the two birch clones and the other like human animal hybrids he'd created for the Jovian military. You procured a vac suit from Doctor Birch and uh, linked back up with Beatty and Doctor Morgan Zaid, who you then helped to escape from the base onto uh, the waiting jackknife soliloquy, the smuggling ship helmed by Trilly. And while you were escaping. Uh, Something very bad happened to Trilly. <laughs> Something arguably maybe the worst thing that could happen in one's life, which is death. <laughs> yes, the, the jackknife took some fire from the Jovians and Trilly got hit, forcing BD to take over the controls and fly you guys away from Miranda. <sighs> First uh, NPC, named NPC death of, of the season. <laughs> Hopefully the last, but we'll see. I'm I'm putting a chalk mark on the wall next to me. Uh, <laughs> and the culling begins. Oh yeah, yeah. That's one down, boys. The fuck, you're starting a Deadpool. <laughs> oh no. Line him up and knock him down. Place your bets. Who's gonna make it out of this season? Oh yeah, yeah. We call that one not T.J. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Royalty free Miller. Yeah, yeah, right. We call that uh, T.J. Maximum Security Miller. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do we call that trademark jumping Miller? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. PJ Miller, because he's in pajamas in prison. <laughs> <laughs> but where we last left off, uh, you guys had initiated your jump back to the Sharon Freeholds. In in solemn silence. Yes. Yeah, and um, needed to decompress, I guess, you know. Needed a moment. And all the while going on in the background, there is a huge war happening between the Rectified Solar Union and the Jovian Lunar Commonwealth that the Solar Union seems to be losing. Oof. Oof, gang. Oh, we. <laughs> they seem to have taken over Mars and handed it over to the Amanos. Mm-hmm. And they are actively combating over Earth. The territory is in a bit of an upheaval. <laughs> Disarray, one might say. That that's a good word for it, yeah. Oh my god, what um whereabouts on, on Earth? Like where in Earth? Well right now they're just fighting over orbit. Oh, oh nothing has uh pierced the atmosphere. Nothing yet. Yeah, no, they haven't done a colony drop yet. Oh thank god. Okay. We haven't reached Gundam uh, seventy nine yet. They there might be some destroyed pieces of ships entering the atmosphere, but I know what, that. Y- yes, I mean, I know when we talk about uh, galactic battles, we're very used to a uh, vertiginous quality to it, but on Earth, there's actually quite a lot of stuff on the ground that could be damaged as well, so we don't want That's to true. take that down. There's more ocean than there used to be, at least, so hopefully it'll hit ocean. I, as the GM, am predicting that by the end of this conflict, there will be a new ring around Earth. Oof. Oh, God. Just made out of destroyed ship parts. Mm-hmm. At the point at which it passes the equator will be the pilgrimage spot of many a young... Um, or maybe it's in line with the equator, we don't know. It'll hmm. look like that shot in Wally when they leave Atmo and it's just covered in dead satellites that are unused. <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn Wally. Wally. <laughs> you can't talk about Wally like that. That's Speedy's cousin. <laughs> that, that is another interesting thing I did not consider. This is just like Port of Plenty all over again. I did not consider the space debris. You don't fucking say. <laughs> just like I didn't consider all the things falling onto Port of Plenty, I'm not considering all the things falling onto Earth. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> this just in. Michael continually forgets gravity. <laughs> or the lack thereof. I've completely uh, forsaken Isaac Newton. <laughs> You mean shit keeps moving? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wild. Wow, no bro. <laughs> Fucked That's up if true. Direct quote from Ptolemy. <laughs> Damn, this shit keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think that's about enough for the recap. Yeah. So we're we're headed back to the the one place not yet corrupted by capitalism. Space. Charon. <laughs> Charon. Yeah, the freehold. Very solemnly, they put a subway on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Astrofam, what up? <laughs> so let's see. Let's see if things have slightly calmed down on the freeholds, and hope for yeah. the best. I still don't know any anime, but I'll use that as an angle into this season. <laughs> At, Astro. <laughs> At Astro, that's and not other, a bad idea. And other, and other space media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, space me- media. I mean, I'm trademark. very obsessed with space media, and I've been watching some cowboy uh, bebop, as we say. Bro, you gotta watch the expanse. Bebop. Bebop. Bam. Cowboy bebop. Cowboy bebop. Cowboy bebop. Or the beat le garçon de vache bebop. So, uh, 
in order to make that trip back to the freeholds, you guys are going to need to do some uh, cramped quarters rolls again. Because it is a three-day trip, and you are on a ship that is about as big as a shoebox apartment. Yay. Oh, yeah. Foot, we call it the Foot Locker, baby. Um, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> Christ. Do you remember that I uh, used my navigation skill? To avoid Jovians, yes. Yes. Thank Christ. <laughs> Thank God that's over. I'm sick of the fucking Jovians. All my homies hate Jovians. <laughs> that's that's that should be known from the beginning. Okay, I'm rolling for cramped. Uh, what am I? It doesn't add anything, does it? Huh? Uh, no, it is just straight up two d six. Are you a fucking liar? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Beatty's first failed cramped quarters roll. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, so what did you roll? Their friend just died. I, I rolled a six, a three, and a three. Okay, your head wasn't in the game. Your friend was dead. It's all right. Yeah. So, so who are you spending this time with? Um, probably one of those two chuckle fucks. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Because I imagine, I mean, Zade is probably resting because. Right. They've been under extreme physical and mental load lately. Um, and also their friend died. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but th in fact, Zade knew Trilly better than Beatty did, so that isn't fun. Um, mm. and, and also, Beatty has to focus on flying and, you know, is going to be at the very front of the ship the whole time. And true. Zade isn't moving around a lot right now. <laughs> mm. So who are you, uh, who's the scene with? Um, I'm going to say Scarlet because uh, I'm going to try and let Liam have a good cramp quarters for once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. BD, describe what caused the newest hurt feelings or bad blood between yourself and Scarlet. Oh, dear God. I think Scarlet has definitely seen people die around him. He grew up on Mars and like is unfortunately very used to death. And Was a child soldier. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, like, even though he bonded with Trilly, I imagine he is more used to death and therefore, like, the way to kind of release the tension of the situation is to try and make light of things. Not specifically the fact that she died, but, like, to try and joke around to make things less tense. And right. Oh, so you are you are not receptive no, of the way that he is absolutely not. <laughs> this I is see. the first like proper person that BD has ever grieved. Like because I mean they they grieved being like having to leave Zayd behind, but they knew that they were still alive. This is the first person that BD has a witness die literally right in front of them, and B like has been a close friend, or like at least someone they consider a friend that has died in front of them. So if I can ask for some details on this from uh, both of you. Sure. Uh, did this, did this like come to blows or was there just a very tense confrontation or B, did you just sort of give, start giving Scarlet the cold shoulder? What was your response to this? Uh, I, I am at, BD's not really geared towards fighting, but <laughs> if, if that's how Scarlet reacts to BD being, <laughs> probably kind of mean i imagine it, it like it tried to do the cold shoulder thing and it wasn't working and so instead just kind of snapped at him oh uh scarlet yeah what did you say that made bd so upset oh 
Wow. What what was the thing that sent them over the edge about uh, the way you were talking about Trilly? Oh, jeez. I'm imagining that Scarlet says a series of things. I don't think it's just limited to one thing. I I can imagine a lot of things that Scarlet could say that could <laughs> set BD off in this instance. But if you could think of one in particular that you might want to just share with the class. Your favorite, the juiciest. <laughs> I imagine the thing that would probably set B off is Scarlet just saying something along the lines, something along the lines of calling uh, Trilly an idiot, but not exactly saying it. Kind of implying like she did this to herself almost. Or there were like, uh, there were better things she could have done to avoid getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. Just like something along the lines of like, you know, this probably wouldn't have happened if she didn't stay on the ship. I know that. Do you not think that I am unaware that if she hadn't been here, she would have survived? I'm not stupid, Scarlet. But the way you talk, it seems like you think I am. Oh no, not you. It's not directed at you, per se. This was maybe... Trilly was maybe one of the greatest smugglers in the system, and if she can't survive this, how do you think we will? How do you think someone like you with such self-destructive tendencies will last? Well, uh, well, first off, obviously couldn't have been the greatest. She's dead. Scarlet, if you want to keep... If you want your concussion to just stay a concussion, I advise you back off. Ooh, an actual threat from Beatty. That's exciting. Can't wait to see how that plays out. Beatty grabs uh, (laughs) Scarlet's arm and squeezes. Like, they know exactly how much pressure is needed to break a human bone, but they do just enough that it fucking hurts, but won't do any permanent damage. It's bloody well kicked off in here. (laughs) I told you to back off. Ooh, this is the first time I've actually seen you actually get pissed like that. And you're actually hurting me? Man, can I have another? You mind punching me in the face while you're at it? Don't make me break this. Come on, do it. I want to see you do it. Beatty turns, kicks him in the balls, and turns back around. (laughs) And Beatty is made of metal. Yeah, oh, ooh. (laughs) I'm just slightly reeling on the ground with pain, but still... Where I'm just kind of like, still not the worst you could have done. Hold him back, huh? Beatty turns off their audio sensors. Okay. <laughs> I do not hear it. <laughs> yeah. Because they know, they clearly don't like violence, but they know if Scarlet keeps pushing, they will genuinely hurt him. Okay. Like, <laughs> and Scarlet is not in a place seriously. to be hurt right now. Yeah, he's about to die. Scarlet's still. like, come at me with the- Scarlet is the equivalent of it is just a flesh wound, fucking from Monty Python with a fucking bullet wall- hole in his fucking chest. Ugh, fucking concussion. Scarlet is ready to throw hands just as hard. <laughs> not giving a fuck that Beatty's made of metal. All right. Uh. Scarlet, do you want to roll for the cramp quarters next? Sure. Okay. Give me 2d6. Well, let me tell you something. It was a three. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're all having a rough time with this. The bad <laughs> okay. trip. Speak for yourself, man. I haven't rolled yet. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so the question is, do you want to uh, 
make things worse with Beatty and likely get seriously injured? Uh, do you want to upset the person who's been in a robot controlled coma for several months at least? Or do you want to continue to worsen your relationship with fucking Otto? Yeah, do you, like Otto is kind of like the, the safe option here <laughs> because he's at least like still somewhat, somewhat receptive to you as a human being. Yeah. Uh... This is all up to you, Leon, how you want to play this narratively. And I am very interested to see what you choose. Part of me is thinking that Scarlet, in this sense, after basically getting hurt even more, he would just kind of either stay to himself and stay to himself and go to his kind of quiet, secret area and stay there for the rest of the time being, kind of distancing himself, which kind of breaks I, I, breaks the bonds that were formed at the bar. Well, I think the the problem is that maybe Scarlet's trying to do that, but can't because the ship is too small and maybe now Otto steps on his toes. Yeah, that was the other thing I was imagining. Just already kind of angry at different things. Trilly's dead, mm -hmm. Jovian's did it, and someone else had to die. So, so what I'm hearing is we're not gonna go. We're not gonna be super messy. <laughs> we're this is a chain of of just ha having a bad day, basically. I mean, I had three options. I could choose to make it worse with Beatty. I haven't really chosen yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You haven't. <sighs> just know that one of these options is extremely messy. <laughs> one of these options is. Dangerous. <laughs> and one of these options is a Daniel Powder song. <laughs> I was trying to work in a had a bad day joke before, but the opportunity didn't present itself, and then I just forced it in there, and it made no sense. I appreciated it, Liam. You know, you know what? No, I don't know what. Tell me. <laughs> I'm gonna make it worse with beating. <laughs> Oh. You have made a grave mistake, sir, but it will be narratively interesting. That's that's what we like to hear. Oh, now, now, man. Now, before we get into this, Scarlet, what's your damage track look like right now? Bad. Do you have anything free? Uh, what are you at? You have minor, which was the jump sickness, major, which is concussion, severe, which was... Bullet wound. No, I, I think we took care of the jump sickness. The okay. jump sickness is gone. It's just the concussion and the, and the gun wound. Okay. Does that, what, is that covering up major and severe? So you still have a space for minor at least, right? Ye yeah. You can afford to get hurt a little bit. Mm -hmm. <sighs> First off, God. before I do this, Max, I'm sorry mm -hmm. for what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> I am very sorry for what I'm about to say. All right. Um, I imagine Scarlet at least was quiet enough for long enough that BD turned their, you know, audio sensors back on because they want to be aware of what's going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they thought Scarlet was done. <laughs> they thought. Oh, man, I'm going to feel bad after saying this, like, out of character and probably in character. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do we want to... Okay, well... Is this going to be something that might cause an X card, or is this just... This, this is just the characters being genuinely very cruel to each other, probably. It might. I don't know. It depends on how Beatty takes it. Well, well uh, we, I'm willing to play it and then see if we need to backtrack. Beatty, so is the scene like Beatty you're just piloting? Yes. 
And Scarlet, you just walk up. <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of just recovering, getting back up, just from getting kicked in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. And then just kind of slightly out of breath, just like he's got to lean into the microphone for this one. <laughs> really, do I gotta let me let me get as into character in the moment as I can for this one? Hoof. And to think we did this for your comatose fuck buddy, who obviously seems useless at the moment. Um, in about 0.5 seconds, uh-huh. BD switches to autopilot, turns, lifts Scarlet by the neck, slams him against the wall of the ship. Ooh. I gave you the choice. Technically, you gave me the choice earlier. You seem to ignore it. If your stupid, self-destructive ass wants to do something, I let you. This was your decision. Is that a fact? Do you think I'm not aware of the consequences of my fucking actions? I have told you what could happen. Trilly knew what could happen. I'm sorry that you don't have anyone that you would be willing to even give half a shit about. That you would be willing to sacrifice something. You've spent your whole life caring about no one but yourself. And the one time you make a decision to help someone else, you go back on it. I am not surprised humans are so... pathetic. Oh. And Beatty drops him. Okay. Oh, God, I could keep this going as long as I could. It's up to you. (laughs) How bad do you want to get hurt, Leon? Because I'll I'll give you an in. I'm willing to take it because I got some things to say after hearing all that shit. Okay, how high up is how high up on the damage track is that concussion? Level two. Here's what I'm gonna say. Let's let's change that concussion to a debility instead of of an injury. Take it to a what? A debility. It'll be a debility, and it'll take one out of every time you roll your interface. Yeah, I knew you were gonna do that. That's worth it. I'll take it. And that'll free up that damage uh, slot for you. Mm -hmm. So you can now take another major injury. So we have major back. (laughs) But your concussion is going to affect your ability to to do computing. We freed up enough of your body to hurt you again horribly. (laughs) I imagine being dropped on the ground probably did not help the concussion either. So I feel like that's a reasonable solidifying of it into a, you know, debility. Nah, nah, typically blunt force trauma is the best remedy for blunt force trauma. (laughs) It's like hair of the dog, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You just wake up, you just down one of those uh, modellos and you're good to go. You bang your head against the... the (laughs) Yeah, just whack your leg against the table. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so Scarlet, what do you say, what more incendiary things are you about to say? I mean, I was going to try and get kind of real, because at this point, the rage has surfaced, but at the same time, the hurt. Let's let's do this, dude. I'm here. Let's dance, partner. All right, let's go. So, one... Sorry, I dropped my phone in the moment because I just... <laughs> that was the sound of Scarlet falling to the floor. That was like some awesome percussion. That was me. I teleported into Leon's home and tackled him to the ground. <laughs> We're bringing this into the real world. 
My like my face is actually in pain in real life. Numb. No, no. We're skipping. We're a podcast. We're skipping video. We're skipping 3D. <laughs> we're going straight to VR. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 360. Uh, so after that whole thing, I Scarlet just kind of at this point the. Like, like I said before, the rage has finally finished settling in. Like it was slowly building up, but it's finally settled in. And mixed with already the hidden sadness, it's boiling out into some truthful shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's time to get mean. <laughs> Fist clenched, kind of just stands up, just like you. Really have no idea, do you? Enlighten me. You think I'm not already aware that I'm pathetic. You think that I'm not already aware of how selfish I can be. How so standoffish to death I am. You don't think I'm hurt by all this? You do a very poor job of showing it. That's because I never had anyone to help me with it. When you're growing up on Mars, you look out for yourself. No one helped you. Not even the other kids. They all would turn on you immediately. Doesn't have to be that way forever, mate. Shut up! Alright, but... I do usually disagree when people say that people choose their miseries, but there does seem to be an element of Otto? In this situation. Otto, was I talking to you? No. Then shut you your were trap! You, told, you did tell me to shut up, though. That was specifically directed at me. And then that was also directed at me. So you, you somewhat... You kind of were talking to me a little bit. I don't have um, time for auto shit. I'm going back to BD. <laughs> <laughs> Mars was not a good place to grow up. Everyone I know who I either cared about or treated as a friend got me put in a position where I got hurt. A lot. Why do you think I'm willing to take the pain from everything you've done to me so far? I'm used to it. I'm sorry your friend died. I'm sorry that any of this happened. But don't you dare ever call me pathetic. Or I will make sure that you're nothing but a trash heap by the end of the day. One of these days, Scarlet. You will have to learn that not everyone is out for you. Not, not everyone is going to turn on you, so you can't keep treating us like we will. The past is the past, and the past is terrible, but it seems to me that you've annoyed us, and we've annoyed you, and yes, we've all stuck around, so I suppose if you just do that for long enough, then that's where your family comes in, you know? We don't really get much of a choice in it, really. We just get loafed in with a bunch of idiots. You know, you either love them or you don't. I certainly didn't. And then you just... Flows along that way until current comes, then you break up all different ways, and then you find your own little um ways to collect together again. So I guess all I'm saying is that um you know you've already made a um a positive difference. I at least in the time I've known you, you've cancelled out the wrongs that were done to you. I would say there's a way forward. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't mean it's great right now. Doesn't mean it's even good right now. It's pretty fucking terrible, but it could be great. <laughs> you know what? You're both right. Now that I think about it, seems like I have done some good, I guess. And then, 
you're also right in the sense that it seems like I'll never be able to trust people. You still have time. Humans, as as messy as humans are. Let me shoot think I'm anything human. You have skin and bones and organs as much as you might want to separate yourself. I'm not from. talking biology. As much as you might want to separate yourself, both from those who hurt you or those that you've hurt, you are still human and you have the ability to learn. You are not pre-programmed. Things that aren't human don't have the energy or desire to get angry. They could care less, you know? You're human because really? you get pissed off at every little thing that happens. Yes, yes, of course. That's what all humans do. We're just constantly fucking annoyed at everything that happens, just one after the other. If you weren't a human, you wouldn't see these problems as an affront to you because you don't exist on our, you know, social plane, our moral plane. You wouldn't care. And I assure you, as as a non-human, it is it is easy to tell humans alike you are more human than you think. But I do not mean it as an affront. And humanity as well, I mean, this might not be um, what you're looking for, but humanity as well is nothing special in and of itself, like the actual act of being a human being. It's just prerequisite for um, good or bad choices, you know? It doesn't really mean anything in and of itself. I can understand it being an aspirational thing, but, you know, everyone is um, everyone's capable of making mistakes no matter what constitutes you, you know? I mean, you are a human in my eyes, but even if you don't see yourself that way, you know, it's all just a um, bunch of good things and bad things waiting to happen, and it's it's up to you, you know. I mean, some of it isn't, but a, a, a decent amount of it is. Scarlet just kind of closes his eyes, fists still clenched. The moment we get back to the freeholds, I'm done. If that's what you want. Then I will understand. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm going away from this. It's good you're showing, you know, that's taking your matter into your own hands. As frustrating as you can be, Scarlet, I will be sad to see you go, but I will not force you to stay. You have long since earned your freedom, and I will not take it from you. Scarlet just kind of walks away. As much as one can on this tiny-ass fucking ship. Right. Yeah, to just anywhere where it doesn't have to be in the room with these two. Hmm. If it's a one-by-one one storage closet, he'll take it. <laughs> just anywhere. All right, after that particularly <laughs> intense scene, Otto. Otto, <laughs> Liam, I beg of you, roll well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who, would you say, who, wait, who who are you? Who are you spending this with? Or do you want to wait and say after you? You roll? should wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait after I roll. Cool. Two six. All right. So first one, a six. Ooh. Second one, a three. So, what am I adding to it? Nothing. Nothing. That's a. Oh, that's okay. Right. Right. Jeez. Great. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Thank God. All right. We can't all be having a bad time. <laughs> so Otto, who are you spending this cramped quarters with? Oh shit! Um, BD and Scarlet are my only options, right? Or do I have? You could talk yeah. to Zaid. They well, might be a little out of it. Morgan. But yeah. I'll talk to BD. Okay. Okay. Describe how the two of you bonded over the past few days. 
How do you and B? Well, I mean, you and B are pretty much the only ones currently on speaking terms. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we'd play like cards or something, or so get a competitive, like a competitive side of it would come out. Something to pass the time. That yeah, yeah. like a like you know, like absent-minded stuff like that that you eventually realize, like oh yeah, that was a good time. Oh, so so like just making a game out of certain aspects of space travel. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. or like maybe there's like you know a version of you know baccarat or like backgammon or. <laughs> You're both getting really good at throwing paper balls into yeah, a trash can. Yeah, like 3D trash. <laughs> we're, playing, like you know. we're playing canasta. <laughs> Some, something like small to just Mouse kind of trap. get our brains off of the current situation that ends we're, up we're, being a bonding moment. We're playing moment. like, um, what's the, uh, Blockus. <laughs> or, like, or like sorry or like um Baccarat. Yeah. As, as a true as a true gentry born man uh auto definitely carries around like a small pocket uh pack of playing cards i've got the, right. i've got i've got the game of life like on a mobile app you got somehow. battleship but instead it's just called starship mm-hmm. <laughs> what if like truly has a secret stash on the jackknife or had a secret stash uh-huh. on the jackknife and you guys just have like a poker night <laughs> between just the two of us, yeah. Yeah, just you two. Because Scarlet's not interacting. Poker's fantastic. I love poker. Sure. Text Hold'em. Space poker. I don't know how to play five cards. It's so. like some like third generation grandchild of what poker used to be. <laughs> it's this. It's the galactic equivalent of bicycle playing cards. It's like, the- like you've got like. It's Some app on your data pad that lets you have like AI players. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what there's a the Yahtzee iPad app lets you do that. It, it, it's <laughs> it's we have that technology now, so you can do that in the future yeah. for sure. So, you know totally how on, exist, yeah. on on Star Trek they got 3D chess is like oh it's uh-huh. the chess but it's the future so it's 3D it's it's some. Uh-huh. Some sort of thing like that, but with poker. Yeah, like, like the Star Wars one. <laughs> so it's BD and Otto and two hologram projections with no personalities. <laughs> I figure BD, because they are a computer, is like essentially splitting their like processing power into all three, into themselves and into the AI, so that they're there's a more even playing field. <laughs> so, and as a non-organic, is BD very good at bluffing or very bad? Um, probably bad at bluffing, but very good at knowing like what, uh, like being able to figure out what Auto would have in their hand. Uh, so you're good at card counting, but bad at bluffing. Yeah, I, it kind of evens itself out a little bit. <laughs> we end up having a good time. I do. I do like a little bit of a um. A subversion of the rule or a, a circumvention of the rules from time to time. Yeah. Don't mind we're, it. We're playing now, for fun. There's no. Now, now, just to introduce some drama into this very nice moment. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet, you are still there. They are just not involving you in their, their frivolity. I don't care. How does it make you I feel? I don't think Scarlet would want to, but. I don't care. <laughs> Do you not care, or is this that thing where you pretend not to care, but you really care? Yeah, exactly. How many layers Scar- deep Scarlet is this? Scarlet is such a middle sibling energy. <laughs> no, and the, just what, always this... complain that they don't get their own shit, and then the second they get it, they <laughs> no. In this instance, Scarlet generally doesn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm she sure. does wow. not want to interact with them right now. I mean, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, genuinely, not hurt or any, not hurt, not mad, not anything. Just is blank. Oh, you're introverting. There's, there's, there might be something deeper, but right now they can't. He cannot access it. <laughs> it right. is currently just like apathy. Scarlet is full introverting. Okay, well that that that's a pretty good closeout. So you guys play cards until you get within uh, 
site of uh, the Sharon Freeholds. Yeah. yeah, you know how like c- competition kind of loosens you up a little bit as well. Like you know, yeah. you get one. You know, like it's a, and it, it gives you card games are great because like there's always a reason to talk or not talk. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's mm-hmm. a, it's totally acceptable to be doing both. Like like it's same as like bowling almost. Like it's yeah. it's right. the good social activity because there's like time in between for both mm. things. Yeah, I think right. it, it it BD appreciates it especially just to not have to think about all the shit that not only happened before they got on the ship, but after they got on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> so. I could imagine Otto trying to bring some of it up to like process it, but then be just like, nah. Don't like I this. just want to play cards and not <laughs> think about something for once in my life. Not to put words right. in, uh, in your mouth, but yeah. No, that's I, I, that's I, how I, I feel I like think that that's go. true. I agree. Otto, quick, tell me another story about a time you were in an opium den in the Hebrides. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, Absolutely strapping lad, Angus, fed me this. It looked sort of rather like tree bark, but man, I was absolutely sourced off the stuff. <laughs> Head spinning. <laughs> I found myself on a train up to Denmark, and um, and uh, it was, yes, it was bound for, um, it was going to transfer from Copenhagen to a small town up in the, um, in the mountains there. And I said, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I have a book opening in Russia. And then I woke up, and I was still in the opium tent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I really need Liam. You're gonna have to write just like a side, like spinoff thing. It's yeah, just like totally all fine. of the random weird stories that Otto is. Just told. young Sherlock Holmes, but it's yeah. Otto. Yeah, young, it's, uh, young, young, Otto. young Indiana Jones. But yeah, young, yeah, young. Yeah. It doesn't quite have the same ring as a young Otto von Furstenberg coming <laughs> to CBS All Access, <laughs> starring Ansel Elgort. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Young Otto von Furstenberg. Fascinating pull. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, think, I didn't think, I didn't think about the name like translating, but I mean, I, he's he pisses me off, but I accept the <laughs> fact that he's gonna, I accept the fact that he's gonna be a big star, and I'm okay with, I'm resigned All to right, it. He's fine. Okay. There are people a lot worse than him. He's a strange man, but there are people better than him, him, I think too, but there are people a lot worse than him. So, your boot drive drops you out of the hyperlane, out of jump space. And you are just within orbit of the Sharon Freeholds. Mm. And as you're getting everything squared away to dock the jackknife soliloquy, uh, and you're, you're speaking with uh, some of the people in, like, in the tower, so to speak, yeah. all of you start hearing this strange sort of metallic tap on the side of the ship. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Not like a creaking. Oh, God. Not like uh, a house settling, but a spaceship. Like like a metallic tapping kind of noise. What the fuck? Do I have to go fetch my bestiary again? <laughs> this, is, this is the equivalent of that fucking scary story about the, the astronaut all by himself and then someone starts knocking on the door to the space station. That's how it feels. <laughs> and it's George Clooney. <laughs> you are, you're within sight of the freeholds when this... I would like to figure out what the fuck is happening. That'd be nice. I would I would like to roll for what the fuck. Okay. Uh, roll me and assess. Please. That's what we have to call speculation now. Roll is for what the fuck. What the fuck is happening? Not assessment. What the fuck is happening? All right. What the fuck is happening? Parody account. What what stat is this going to add to it? Are you going to tell me afterwards? Well, how are you assessing? Are you checking like Probably with using the, you know, being plugged into the ship and 
trying to, you know. All right, so the, the ship's system. Yeah. Uh, that would probably be plus interface. Okay, I'm happy with that. A six and a three plus two in interface. Okay. I can do math. Uh, nine plus two is 11. I like that. Okay. Thank God, a nice roll. So you're checking the out the exterior sensors of the soliloquy. Mm-hmm. So the basic profile of the ship hasn't changed, but there is something moving around out there, but it's not causing any sort of print. Excuse me? Almost like, like suddenly the jackknife has a second skin somewhere. Huh? Don't like that. <laughs> is that all I get from an 11? Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, you get a data point toward uh, working out more stuff about it. I would love to hear that, yeah. Um, do I just need or to dealing keep assessing? With it. Um, well, is there, would there be like a, I basically want to do the equivalent of like uh, landing in a field f- far away from other people, but like I well, want to think of like a, an asteroid or something, <laughs> just like a floating rock. Pluto is nothing more than debris now. So yeah. you, you is there a big find... enough rock that I could land on safely? I will say yes. I will also say whatever this thing is, it's not setting off any sort of like foreign material alarm. Okay. So it's it's literally as if there's a second skin made of exact the exact same material localized on the jackknife. Entirely in <laughs> your <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that was on it, man. <laughs> The word localized will forever be changed. Yeah, honestly. Okay. I, I want to I check it out. Um, uh, yeah, I, I want to check it out in a place that I, if it is a danger, I would not be exposing other people to the danger. I basically just want to land on this a space rock. Okay. You do so. Um, I tell them to, you know, put their suits on just so I can open the door and step out. Um, I gotta vent the cabin. Yeah, I would like uh, to once again roll for what the fuck. <laughs> okay, so so wait, uh, you do you vent the cabin and open the door? Yeah. Okay, uh, everybody, you're now in zero g. There's no air in the room. They're in their suits though. I've worn them. Yeah, you you float a little bit. Though. We're on the yeah. vomit comet. Yeah, you're just just floating in the ship. Just vibing. It's fine. While the ship is attached to an asteroid. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Well, just wanted to update you on the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanted to roll another assessment, Peter? Yes, I would love to. And I get to use... Can I use data point to make it even better? You will get a plus one if you do so. And I will say this one would probably be for plus your physique, so you might need it. Yes, I definitely do. Okay. Five plus four plus one. God bless. Finally rolling well. <laughs> My yellow <laughs> hey. and purple dice have been kind to me. <laughs> The Bi- red and the green are in timeout. The Bible man colors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fucking pull. Mm-hmm. All right, significant information about the subject, and you earn another data point. Sweet. I love data points. <laughs> but you just spent one, so you basically just replaced it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, significant information. Michael. Hmm, hmm, hmm. you're standing at the, basically the top of the ramp mm-hmm. that drops down out of the belly of the jackknife. And this strange sort of mercurial, silverish, taffy-like fluid, it's like substance, is dropping off of the jackknife next to the ramp. Oh, boy. 
Um, I turn around, I grab both Zaid and Otto, and I say, do you know what that is? <laughs> I get the, the two people who would know some, potentially know something about this and test them for knowledge. Because Beatty has no idea what the fuck is happening. Okay. Otto? Um... You want to roll and assess? <laughs> See if yeah. you actually know something? I don't know a whole lot. 2d6 coming right up. One. And roll me two, roll me as your assessment plus influence for informants, interviews, or gossip. Expertise okay. wouldn't count here? This is potentially checking into knowledge. I mean, which what kind of knowledge? Knowledge you heard where? Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, he's so, good at influ or so, influence, so, so it's fine. I've got plus one influence, but plus two expertise. Okay. So what what part of so which do you want to pull from? Oh god, um, I don't really know what I know. I'm trying to figure out what I know. <laughs> well, if you did know something, would it be from research and experimentation, or interviews, gossip, or informants? Probably research and experimentation. I, I would think so. That's his whole. Okay, then uh, roll me spiel. plus expertise. Okay, so plus two. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so three and five. Mm -hmm. So okay. Eight, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Yes! Right. Yes! <laughs> I told y'all. I fucking told y'all. <laughs> Otto. Yeah. You... Do you have any back channels into Jovian networks? A few. Haven't, um, haven't checked up on them in a while, but, but they are That would there. probably be where you heard about whatever this thing is. Yes, I have various schematics and, you know, R&D files and i i used to go um i used to t make a lot of copies at the at the library and steal a lot of files in in case i came across any sort of militarized or threats otherwise in the future and i had a had an opportunity to come up against them it's sort of like when you had a um back in the old world when we all had all these various gadgets and we had all these uh plugs just laying around and you were like and you would save all your plugs because you'd be like one day one of these plugs, like I'll know where to use this. Um, Otto von and, and it was like this, and it was like that with my plans. And I, von Furstenberg, a man for the uh, accessibility of knowledge. <laughs> yes, I mean that's what it's all about. You know, it's, you're not going to have it all in your head all the time. You've got to be able to access it easily, precisely, and with a limited amount of bullshit. <laughs> so Otto, with uh, the knowledge you have, uh, and. He so here's the thing that cinches that you know what this thing is. Hmm. It starts, this, this fluid substance starts to form upward into the shape of a humanoid. What the fuck? And that's when it clicks that you know what this thing is. Oh and my god. This oh thing god. being... There, there was a program in the Jovian military during the Kennet Rebellion... And assumingly, like, post that into the present, where they were making these extremely adaptable, I don't want to say super soldiers, but effectively it's a super soldier. They, they put a fucking T-1000 on my goddamn ship. They did surgery on a Gemini man. <laughs> But that all started, the, the process started with when these individuals were very young and it conditioned them and transformed them into these highly adaptable, uh, can transform into almost any object or person if they've seen or interacted with them. Basically, the, the perfect infiltrator. I'm not going to be able to suplex this thing. 
This is a no T-1000, way. Michael. It is it is like a T-1000 if a T-1000 were also an eight-year-old child. Oh, boy. Oh, God. He reminds me of a man. His name was Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> name drop Robert Patrick. <laughs> God damn. Love Robert. RP. But, uh, the original RP. Otto, you, you and Zaid meet eyes for a moment, and you both know what this thing is, and you both know you need to leave right now. Uh-oh. Um, we have to... We, we need we have to, go to go right we, now. We, have Close. To, we, we must uh, evacuate to the sea, out through the pipe, through to the sea. <laughs> evacuate, evacuate. But what if we bring it to the freehold? Get Will people the fuck be in danger? Out of here! <laughs> it is formed into a fully, it, like it is a six foot tall humanoid, and it is, step, it is set one foot onto the ramp. Uh, oh my god, he could he could play he could play for the Saracens. He's so bloody big. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Zade turns to you, BD, grabs you by the shoulders and screams, we need to go! Okay, yeah, I close the th- thing. I, I like, I, I imagine there's some sort of, like, I don't know, we had to have some sort of food uh, or water, I imagine, while we were on here. So if there was, uh-huh. like, a jug that used to have water in it, I just, like, chuck it at the thing and close the ramp, hoping that, like, the slight, you know, hit of that, being hit by something would like knock it back a things. little. That feels like that's going to require two rolls. Okay. The first one is going to be uh, face adversity plus your athletics. Okay. Which is physique, I'm imagining? Yes. Okay. I'm, pi- I'm picturing the annihilation alien. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. much like that. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Just barely. I have no fucking physique. You, like, doink it on the head. <laughs> and it staggers back, and you see, as it does, it's... It's like left arm is forming into like a like a very big spike. You can just say it's a T one thousand, Michael. It's okay. <laughs> we'll accept it. But, but before the spike happens, I'm saying to it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, like you couldn't handle one bit of water." He's like, "No, hang on. I don't know why I went all cockney." He's like, "He's like, hang on." He's like, "He's like, you can't handle one bit of water, and I'm sixty percent that, so you better back up right now." <laughs> And then it grows a spike. I'm like, oh, God. Okay, what do I need to roll for now? And to raise the ramp, uh, face adversity plus your interface. Okay. I like that one. Six plus four plus two. Thank you. All right. On natural 12. I will take it. Word. Okay, not bad. The ramp raises, and you see the foot that it had planted on it just... Fly up underneath the sudden force in zero G. I threw him off his rhythm. <laughs> and as the ramp closes, you just spot this this form shift from this very tall, formless creature into a three foot tall, very like gaunt, shaven headed child with very intense, angry eyes. Oh no. Oh my god. I run to the controls. I'm trying to leave. <laughs> my god, it's the Furiosa prequel. <laughs> <laughs> the Fur- Furiosa prequel we deserve. Yeah. Okay, you, and you take off. Yeah. And we just leave it on this rock. <laughs> you just left a, a Jovian weapon on an asteroid next to the Sharon Freehold. It's at least it Hell wasn't yeah. on the Sharon Freeholds. It can't fly, yeah. can it? We rented the car and didn't return it anywhere near the drop-off spot at the airport. <laughs> no. I mean, BD. <laughs> Motherfuckers. 
<laughs> we did not return it to the designated spot, and we coughed up on, on the interior. You asked me, can it fly? It can shapeshift. Motherfucker, it's Michael Jordan. It can fly. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I liked it, whatever it meant. Uh, yeah, whatever. And shortly after takeoff, uh, you do catch something on the sonar. <laughs> Very small, almost like a small humanoid sized thing. Oh my God. Flying behind you. <laughs> oh my God. Morgan, what can we do? The, the only thing we can do is try to burn it up in our afterburner wake. Well, then we'll have to do a slam on the brake, slow down, and then boom, right. We might fuck the engine, but we'll also fuck him up too. I will not endanger the freeholds. I need a plan of action. I, If it means we have to fly around aimlessly, I will, so long as the freeholds are safe. We need to destroy that thing. We are too close to the freeholds to let that thing even get near the stations. It's about right. <laughs> then we will do our best to destroy it. I'm sensing the rapidly approaching reality of manned vehicular combat. Yeah, I I guess I'm going to try and do what uh, Morgan said. I'm going to try and burn it up. <laughs> okay. BD, you have no qualms about doing this to this I person? I have, I don't know. It, it's I saw genuine fear in both Otto and Morgan's eyes, and it means that this would be a problem, and I don't want to... I, I essentially... BD can't let their personal feelings get in the way of potentially seriously endangering the people of the Freeholds because of of all things they have upheld, like trying to keep the people safe. So to go back to what we were talking about before the show started, um, in, in terms of uh, the ones who turn away from Omelis, you are willing to merc this child for the Freeholds. If it's it sounds horrible to say in in phrase, but it's it's going to have to be, you know. <laughs> this this child has been forced into a life that it cannot it likely cannot change from and there's a lot of innocent people whose lives are at stake so but this this child's so like to be six done. feet right i mean they, they i mean they went back to three feet but they can be six feet um, okay well like but in, in omelis if the kid running the you know power in the little um hamster wheel <laughs> does the world if he was if he could go to six feet you know ursula k Le Guin would be um if he was a the imagery uh, wouldn't quite hit the same Doppelganger-esque transforming murder machine. Yeah, he would basically be like, face yeah. through the wall, you pussy. Beanie <laughs> <BD> knows. <laughs> you can walk away yeah. from Omelas too, and then it will all fall down. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> um, Beanie knows that there is no moral victory here, and they know that either way, something bad is going to happen. And so, you know, mm. in the moment, it's a uh, like. I can't risk multiple people's lives over this one individual who seems to have very malicious intent. So I, right. I have to make the judgment call here, and this is the call it will make. It might still weigh on their conscious at some point, whatever the equivalent of a robot conscious is, but, you know, it, it's what has to be done. There have been many times on this journey where there have been moments for emotional nuance or um acuities or what have you but this is not one of those times this is a very <laughs> desperately bad situation this is and, i will um, i will do a bad thing if i have to or what i feel like is a bad thing in order this to is, keep people safe this not all of us are coming out of this alive 
and um but the good but the good part of it is that one of those scenarios means that the um that little uh disgusting infant could be the only one that doesn't make it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That little that little that little uh, slinky of a human can expand <laughs> and back okay. like a little freak. BD roll me uh face adversity plus your metal. Hold on, one fell off the table. Always a good sign. Okay, three. Cock die, cock die, cock die. Folks. <laughs> yeah? That'll be a five in total. Oh. oh. That was a folks with like a comma at the end for sure. <laughs> folks. I will just remind you, does anybody want to attempt to get involved? Yes, please. I would love some get involved rules there. I'll give it, I'll give it a go. I'm rolling all right today. It's surprisingly well. Not surprisingly, but two, very two, well. Better yeah. than two usual. Two. Better two for than two. Yeah, usual. Uh, yeah, definitely better than usual. Okay, so 2d6. For real. Plus. Well, how are you getting involved? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this fucker's on the back of the ship, right? So we've got a... Yeah, and you're trying to get him in your, like, engine wake mm-hmm. to burn him up. I well, mean, he could I think just be we've spotting gotta, for me. I think we've got to slow down. Do, like, a... like um. We've got to like intentionally fuck a gear shift up and then like uh, slam into him. Do like the Top Gun thing. He yeah, gives me yeah. advice. <laughs> he gives me the advice on this, on how what maneuver to do. Yeah, I like just with no technical knowledge at all. Just like just do the thing where you like you pop the clutch and you sort of <laughs> pop you ever, the clutch on the ever, spaceship. Have you ever watched um, Formula One? <laughs> no. Well, it's a bit like that, except it's on the air instead of the ground. Uh, if you want the teammate to crash into the back of you, you just do a little, uh, fuck the gear shift up and just like, um, I don't, look, I don't know the technical, but just, you know what I'm saying. We- S- somehow this ultimately translates properly for BD, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hopefully, well, hopefully. He's not going to just waltz right into our afterburners. We have to force him to get stuck there. It- it's time to find out whether or not. Uh, any of that translated based on what Liam rolls. <laughs> yeah, roll, right. Liam. Roll me plus your expertise. Yeah, that sounds... Plus two, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was a one. And then a... Um, okay, so four plus two, so six total. Oh. <laughs> I guess that is a rough translation of how little I knew what I was talking about. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, <laughs> oh, hold, on, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought you had two in expertise. Yeah, so th- uh, one plus three plus two, so... Six oh total. no! Wow. Hey, Scarlet, do you want to try and help? <laughs> yeah, we wow we. We tried. I'm sorry. Scarlet, do you want to put our differences aside and try so, and keep so us? So right dying? now, uh, whatever bad consequences come down will also affect uh, Auto. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, BD. I throughout the throughout the or up river. I apologize. Well, here's the thing, guys. Things. Have gotten worse already. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Whatever. Whatever the outcome, things have already gotten worse. Oh. Yeah, but at least we could maybe partially succeed. I'm gonna say in that case, I'm gonna do nothing. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. We're fucked. <laughs> we'll see. Gonna gonna keep going into character. Scarlet's still introverted. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Not helping. Question, Beatty. Yeah. When you close everything back up, did you like restart the atmosphere, or are you still all just in zero G right now? Um, as dangerous as this is to hand to you, I think we might be still in zero G. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we. 
Well, good news. That means there's no extremely high pressure, like forced air evacuation when this thing crashes through the hull and into the ship. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yay. Oh, no. And immediately transforms from like the, the, the child form into like this weird half insectile, half mammalian monster creature. His name? Frank Kafka. <laughs> Frank, not Franz. Frank. Frank. Frank Frankie Kafka. Kafka. <laughs> Frank. Frankie Kafka. It, to describe it, it's that sort of that uh, mercurial silver finish all over. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Two big scythe arms on the front. It's scyther. <laughs> two small, like canid legs on the back. He's got a buddy who's a cloud. His name's Colossus for some reason. <laughs> A big lamprey mouth with spinning teeth. Oh shit! And two Dear little Christ. beady eyes on the sides, like a like a hammerhead shark. Look at him, oh, damn. Looking at me with them beady little eyes. With his spinny teeth and his beady eyes. <laughs> and it has just crashed Christ. through the hull of the ship entirely, oh, leaving this gaping hole. Somebody's oh. got to do something. I'm gonna essentially try and serpentine. <laughs> Maybe I could dislodge it a little. Like potential. Um, Sci-fi. Like, are we all able to breathe? Like, with we're, we're you're all in your suits. We, we oh, yeah, all put the suits, suits on when That's I. That's right. We've, we've got the suits. Okay, cool. So we're we're, so not we're, all, we're all. Are we sucked out into the vacuum of space, or are we strapped in? No, because there was no vacuum at the time because yeah. BD didn't repressurize. Right. right I was right. a little occupied. <laughs> right, right, right. So no, no, no. Now this thing is just in the cabin with all four of you. Somebody's got to do something. I gotta fly. <laughs> ah, um. Uh, um. Oh god, um, 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 think, 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 think. Um, BD weapons. picks up another, like, empty water jug and chucks it at it. <laughs> it just um, slices it in half. Christ. What happened to the blender? <laughs> the blender. The we could take the metal out of that and shove it in its face. Otto, you do have a sword. <laughs> oh, of course. What am I saying? <laughs> this is my sword, and I will swipe you with it. You have a uh, gentry saber. Mm-hmm. Come here, you little... <laughs> Quick question, BD, are you putting the atmosphere back on now? There's a hole. It'll fix the hole. Well, should I? The ship knows to fix the hole. Okay. I I think I will, just in case someone gets a rip in their suit. All right. I would like my friends to live, at least. <laughs> yeah. Or have a chance is, at it. That's why I asked. Mm-hmm. Okay, Otto, you suddenly have gravity again. I hope you're into sword swallowing. And then it just looks at me blankly like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a dumb little face. <laughs> yeah, it does that horrible thing that like big bug creatures do in movies where it just clicks a bunch. Oh god. This like, is basically um, like the bug nightmare cousin to the fucking shark from uh James and the Giant Peach. Oh yeah. I was about to I was my go to for like awful bug shit in movies is the King Kong bit where Andy Serkis' head gets fucked up. Oh, and then they get the spiders mm. and stuff in the King Kong remake. But yeah, anyway, okay, oh, so. Right, right. Alright, so you want to get right. into a melee with this thing? Yes, I do. Come here, you beast. Roll me a launch assault, so roll me 2d6 plus your physique. Which is zero, so let's uh, roll. Let's roll good. Fuck. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Fuck! <laughs> oh boy. Scarlet's ooh. gonna genuinely be forced to stay, save the day and or watch us die. How bad do you think that combined 2d6 roll was? Uh, I'm gonna say like a six. I'm gonna say it's a what with your physique. I'm gonna say it's a four. 
number three, my lord. <laughs> oh. Wow, I was I was being positive about it. God yeah, damn. one and one and a two, and then zero physique. Man, woof. That's a that's a big L. <laughs> Yeah, time. I dropped the the teeth of the shark from uh, Holy the Peach in the chat. God, that is. Just... I just I did it for the thumbnail. Yeah, that's awful. That's a sarlacc um, ask. <laughs> yeah. Ew, so yes. yeah. I also want to reiterate something I said earlier about how this the transformation of these guys works. They have to have seen this thing to form into it. Christ, Christ I hate Birch. <laughs> I've changed all my good thoughts about Birch into something Damn horrible. it, Damn it, John Carpenter. <laughs> um, I would like to aid or interfere by throwing another thing at the thing. <laughs> okay, roll aid or interfere. This could get really nasty very fast. I'll try it. Okay. It's better than, I don't know. I, I, I can't let him go down entirely for my mistakes. Huh, that's an eight. I don't think I'm adding anything unless it was physique, which is nothing. It's an eight, though. It's something. Uh, it would probably be, be physique. I'm willing so... to, to take consequences if we're slightly better off. Okay. So you're raising his failure up to a partial success? Yeah. All right. Otto. Yes. As this thing lunges at you with its two big scythe arms and then it takes a, like a coffee container to the side of the head... <laughs> mm-hmm. So it pulls its it pulls its punch a little bit, and you only take a minor debility or a minor injury. So as this thing lunges at you with its two scythe arms, uh, give yourself a minor cut to the arm. This is me or BD? This is you. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. All right, minor cut. But that also means that your suit is no longer uh... viable. Oh shit! Yeah, it's not a it's not a closed system anymore. My skin has got to be like liquefying then, or it's be de- de- been depressurized, right? Well, so no, no, because you're in atmos- you're yeah, in, we're in artificial atmosphere. atmosphere. We're in artificial. Okay, so we're good. All right. Well, yeah, can't go in um, space for the time being, but that's quite all right. We're very preoccupied as it is. Zade, does this have any weaknesses? Uh, in- intense heat is the only one I'm aware of. Um, God. Times that we could use uh, Leon's character from the last campaign. <laughs> womp womp. You might be able to wear it down with enough blunt force. Um, question for Michael. Yes. Would this is Trilly's ship, and she is a relatively prepared person. Do you think she would have a soldering iron somewhere on board? I imagine so. I would like to try and find it. <laughs> In the middle of all this? Yeah, I mean, there's at least two people in between me and the thing, so I can try. <laughs> all right, roll for NSS. Okay, we're doing Ronald McDonald colors. It is a... What What am I adding? Expertise, maybe? Just to sort of look around visually with your eyes? Well, like a knowing Trilly. Like I knew Trilly, so I would have an idea of how she would organize things. Uh, let's say metal for focus. Okay. Um, so that is a nine plus one for metal. So I still make it into the proper success area. Thank God. All right. You can spot uh, Trilly's workstation from where you are. The creature is between you and it, though. Okay. Um, Scarlet, anything to add? 
Where okay, can you can you give me a mental map of where everyone is basically? Okay, so imagine a rectangle. Yes. <laughs> a very long rectangle. You are at the full left center of the rectangle. Mm-hmm. Otto is further down and to your right, the creature is further down from that and to your left. Okay. And further down from that is Scarlet, who is behind all of this. Okay. And I'm imagining Zade is next to me. Yes. Okay. Um, I look at Scarlet, hope that he'll stop being a shit for a second, and point at the soldering iron. <laughs> and then I and then I chuck another fucking empty coffee tin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, roll me another uh, face adversity plus athletics. I can't call this a launch assault. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's say launch assault. Okay. <gasps> Guys, <laughs> I think this is my first nat 12. Congrats to me. Yeah. Thank you, Ronald McDonald. This this episode not sponsored by McDonald's, but thank you anyway. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mostly asked because um, my tactics means that I get to choose the consequences on a partial success during launch assault or open fire. So, okay. But I didn't need it. On a different note, we're rolling it. <laughs> hey. Okay, BD, what are you throwing? Um, whatever is near me. <laughs> it's me probably a, like a coffee object. tin or like a another coffee tin. Or like a a box that had crackers or something. A can. <laughs> something. A can, yeah. We'll say it was like a can of beans. Okay. <laughs> that we just like cracked open campfire style and just ate. <laughs> just the, the cartoon mallet noise. Yes. <laughs> And then, then there's a little uh, awooga in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 trying to keep it partially occupied and hopefully. <laughs> well, I know I'm not really going to be able to do any damage, so I'm trying to keep. Here's it what I'll give you, beating. Mm-hmm. You you hit it with the can and it turns away from you, trying to get away from the source of pain. Mm-hmm. Sl- runs one of its scythe arms into the side wall of the jackknife Uh-oh. and starts. Heading in Scarlet's direction, j- dragging its arm through the jackknife hull. So you pushed it away from the workbench, but you pushed it towards Scarlet, and it injured the ship again. Uh, all this on a on a fucking twelve, of course. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So where's the where's the soldering iron or whatever? Uh, it would be to your right. Can I reach it? <laughs> You've got a horrifying creature bearing down on you, but you can certainly try. You will try. Uh, so that would be a <laughs> face adversity plus physique. Yeah, okay. You have a physique. I believe in you. <laughs> Guys, it's a nat 12. Hey! Oh, back-to-back back home runs. Thank So you were like just God. after a hit by pitch. <laughs> or not, no, because that would mean I got on base. That's like, thank, I, thank I, God I struck out. Thank God for the TTRPG fucking I, gods. I, I struck out looking on three straight fastballs right down the middle. Just didn't even react. Just watched it happen. So, uh, Scarlett, do you just like combat roll away from this thing? Yep. <laughs> cool. Cool. You come up and you're, you, you like dash over to the workstation and you get the soldering iron. What do you do now? Uh, pointed at it like a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. If it works, it works. Do you turn it on? Like, are you are you putting heat out? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm turning on, putting some heat out. Like, 
I have a soldering iron. I'm going to turn it on. <laughs> the creature wrenches its arm out of the hull. Oh, you repressurized the cabin. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's that's done. <laughs> well, I know, but it's not pure oxygen. No, but now there, there's, uh, you are leaking oxygen. Yeah. Well, such is life. Well, well, so there's a very, there's we'll a very, there there's a heavy crosswind there. in the ship right we'll now. As when we get there. As uh, <laughs> the air and atmosphere is being sucked out into space. Um, so it's, it's miraculous that you were able to do that in the middle of almost being sucked into space. <laughs> hmm. Scarlet's haven't had a difficult life, can, can deal with these kinds of situations. The creature pulls its arm out of the hull and the hull begins to activate countermeasures to close up the wound. And it turns toward you, Scarlet, as you as you activate the soldering iron. And the heat, the like the the heat coming off of the soldering iron makes it recoil back toward the wall. And it roars at you with this horrible shrill shriek. Keep at it. <laughs> and it begins to like try to circle around you to get to a bl- your blind spot. I really don't have time for this. Um, I, Michael, I would like to elect to do something a little stupid. Okay, what's that? Um, BD is going to charge at it to essentially push it towards Scarlet <laughs> to keep it okay. from running. And, you know, we'll see what the consequences are. Uh, that sounds like a... That sounds like a face adversity plus your physique because okay. it's not necessarily an open melee. Yeah. Okay, that's a four and a four. I will take consequences. All right, that's an eight. Nah, that's not what four and four is. (laughs) (laughs) That's an 11. 21. Well, Michael. (laughs) I'm thinking about a cost. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Ooh, you know what? I've got an idea. Okay, Michael. (laughs) Dangerous. No, this will be either a very easy or a very interesting choice. Okay. So, BD, you like shoulder, you like sort of elbow yourself into this, you shoulder tackle it? I, I kind of do it like a football player. I'm just tackling yeah. at it, yeah. Okay. Uh, when you make contact with it, part of its side that you make contact with starts to attach to you. Okay. And then it starts to shift shape. Oh, boy. And you set, do what you set out to do. You push it towards Scarlet, but in the sort of weird sort of tango that you have to do to untangle yourself from this creature's weird, goopy grasp and whatever the hell it's doing and transforming into, there are now two BDs. (laughs) Shoot me, not him. Ha, the real one would never give up a chance to die. (laughs) Scarlet, there are now two BDs in front of you and you don't, you, in the dust up, you can't tell who's who. Does it, it's not, it can't absorb memories and shit, can it? I guess we'll find out. I don't know. You don't know. I, don't I know. mean, I mean, to be fair, I was just going to go at you both. I'll take it. <laughs> I feel like I have some heat resistance. Not great, but I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I definitely have uh, better heat resistance than the thing itself does. The thing. It's the thing. Get lightly, um, lightly crisped. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. So Scarlet, you're just going to launch assault? Yep. Yeah, I imagine right, you... it's trying to move out of the way, and I'm just holding fast. Because <laughs> I figure one of you is going to move, and the other one isn't. And I will take damage if I have to. I'm willing to, as long as it 
you know. The second it, it, that it flew, that it formed, it just stopped. It's it's just like basically parroting BD. Mm. Yeah, so I figure one of you is going to move and one of you in is is it cuz one of you is going to be hurting a lot more than the other. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're just going to hit them both with the soldering gun? Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Okay, so yeah, just roll me the launch assault for roll plus your physique. Okay. You said plus my physique? Yes. That's an 11. Okay. Ugh, I love to hear it. <laughs> Thank God. So, BD, you're going to take a minor injury. I'll take it. Uh, bur- uh, soldered. Soldered. <laughs> and, Scarlet, you like jam the soldering iron into one of the BDs, and it tosses itself away from you into a corner, shrieking, and it transforms back into that little kid. Can I keep stabbing it? I don't care if it's a kid. Or burning it. <laughs> Stir, ba- burn stabbing it. Uh, you you rolled on that launch assault, so I'm yes you can. Yeah, I, I I've seen I've seen enough. I'm gonna kill it. I don't care if it transforms into a kid. God damn. <laughs> um, I imagine you know, there's there was plenty of child violence on Mars. It's not a new thing necessarily. Killing a child is mundane at this point. I hate that. It's so passe. Not my ideals, but definitely how Scarlet feels. Okay, Scarlet, you do you do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of veil away from what you've done. That's a good idea. I imagine it looks like uh, the fucking wicked witch melting. <laughs> no, it's more like uh, Robert Patrick at the end of Terminator Two. Okay, I'll take it. Except it's a kid. Yeah. Oof. Oof, gang. Well, that happened. So it's, it's 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 very much like something directly out of the thing, yeah. Yeah, we we combined two '80s movies and we made a villain. <laughs> but I I will tell you that in the process of this, you you know what this thing's name is now. What? What? He's wearing sort of like a a coverall, sort of a jumpsuit mm-hmm. in the the like Jovian ensign style. Mm-hmm. Like he would give to the support staff for a, a ship or something. Like a mechanics coverall. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on the front breast pocket is the name Sinoa. How do you spell? S-I-N-N-O-A-H. And on the back, in sort of that uh, security font, is the word Crest. His name was Sinoa Crest. Who oh boy. Well. Sounds like his ass will be under arrest pretty soon. <laughs> Well, I imagine it's it is like once it has happened, like it's the four of them just kind of standing there in silence, of just like, well, fuck. Wait, so is it dead? It yeah. You you said you wanted it to be killed. You killed. I turn it. out the sorry iron, toss it, and then go back in my corner. Okay, another beast dispatched. Unfortunately, I imagine it is no longer a threat. I imagine so. I can't say I really wanted to observe it for much longer anyway. It was an active threat to our well-being. Um, that being said, um, it was a fascinating creature. I'm glad that I had the knowledge of it. Of course, that did fuck all when I took the sword out, but, um, you know, you live and you learn, I suppose. I forgot to point out, I'm sorry, this was the moment Scarlet went went back, he kind of just went down into a... into a somewhat fetal position, but sitting. Okay. Just in the corner. Hmm. 
I think it is it is time to go home. Does seem that way. Zade makes their way over to you, Scarlet, where you're sitting. They kneel down to meet eyes with you. I, I know you, you can't be very proud of what you've just done. It's not the first time I've done it. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. It's whatever. At this point, you kill one child, you kill as many as you can. If it means you can survive. Scarlet, the things that the Jovian High Command did to the children who turned into things like that were terrible. Awful things. Did you know they did that? I worked on Miranda. I know many things that they've done. I was friends with Dr. Birch. I know the exact process it takes to create something like that boy. But the last class of candidates for that project graduated 20 years ago. So whatever that thing is. I think what they mean is that that hasn't been a child for maybe 20 years. It just still looked that way. It did have the um, headstrong foolishness of a young 20-something. As horrible as it is, and as much as I wish that did not have to happen, Scarlet, you did save our lives, and potentially the lives of who knows how many people on the freeholds. I would not beat yourself up too much about it. An infiltrator like him could have dismantled an entire space station on its own. Tears start falling out of Scarlet's eyes. I'm just so sick of this. I'm done killing. I'm done with all this. They put a hand on your shoulder and bring themselves back up. I, I think it's best if we let him alone. Beatty nods and goes back to the controls of the ship. Scarlet. What? If if you need anything, after all this is over, I mean, after we get back to the Freeholds, which should be any time now, I, I'd be willing to, to help you. And I, I'm sure... If you need a ship, I'm sure Trilly would want you to have the jackknife. It's a good ship. It'll get you anywhere you need to go, and no one will bother you. And they leave you alone. Scarlet just goes back to crying. <laughs>